You're listening to Alabama Tradition with Ryan Fowler and Martin Houston on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Championships. 27 SEC titles. 131 first-team All-Americans. 70 postseason appearances. 39 postseason victories. This is Alabama football. And this is Alabama Tradition with Martin Houston and Ryan Fowler on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. tradition the past present future the alabama crimson tide we talk about it coach martin houston back inside the studio for an hour of alabama football conversation we do it every tuesday and uh it is good to see you martin houston i hope all is well man all is well ryan and i am so glad to be back in the studio i've had a great time uh, working with the young men over uh, and and the great coaches over at northridge Successful uh, season. Over successful there. season. Uh, not what we wanted in first round, but you have to get to the playoffs in order to build something, and step one was taken this year. And you look at the – and for those who may live outside of the area, uh, Martin uh, wears a lot of hats in the community and was had a chance to coach his son, who was a senior at Northridge High School, and uh, very successful season getting back to the college, uh, the high school playoffs, and uh, unfortunately – I don't know if you heard me, but uh, last Tuesday I said, well, I'm pulling for Northridge, but uh, I won't be heartbroken if uh, – <laughs> I didn't hear it. Yeah, I said – and then I said, erase that. Don't, I didn't go out. I didn't go out. <laughs> and I, I kind of cleaned myself up. But uh, it is good to have you back. And we got a lot of news to talk about uh, here yes, in Tuscaloosa. Uh, Alabama and LSU uh, getting canceled uh, this weekend because of COVID. The SEC saying that they may evaluate things. But just your instant reaction, because all this has happened since you were on there this morning at 6 a.m. Uh, with the Martin Houston Show. Your reaction, Alabama and LSU getting canceled. Well, I, I talked about it this morning and was suspicious of, you know, the conversation that was beginning to happen because I'm like, what, did they all get it over the weekend? I mean, what happened that all of a sudden, Ryan, everybody tests positive? Because that's not usually how it works. It, when you have some a disease like this that kind of has a – a varying incubator, you you already kind of have certain guys. So to have that many guys uh, test was suspicious, over the weekend was suspicious, and the fact that they had the big outbreak in the summer, uh, and then he said in September that the majority of his players had already been exposed. Uh, And so when I think about majority, Ryan, and having had a couple different episodes, like they've had at LSU – it's been reported. It's hard to have 85 guys and have 50 guys get it. And then all of a sudden, you know, unless they're the guys that's getting it multiple times in less than the at least projected three months. So I, I'm suspicious of it. Disappointed, uh, especially with all the other games getting canceled. Might mean high school football goes away. Uh, and in in the same weekend, I, I can't watch my college. Man, I'm going to have withdrawals. 
Well, and, and, and you step back a little bit and you look at this game. Vegas opened up at a 22-point spread. It, it immediately went up to 24, 25. It even made it up to 28. And yesterday late, uh, they took it off the board in about four or five different places. And I said to the audience, I said, uh, Vegas knows something because there were several places that took it off, big casinos, uh, sports books that took it off the board uh, but this line had made it up to 28, 28 and a half in places. And, you know, I think Alabama was probably could have picked their score against the Bengal Tigers. Yeah, and I think that's, I, like I said, I'm suspicious of it. Sure. Um, it makes us all. Ryan, to give you a good example, uh, on a high school level, uh, we played Hillcrest. Uh, man, we got beat up. We had, like, several starters get hurt, lost, like, probably four or five starters that weren't going to be able to play the next week. Then we came back on Monday, several of our starters – uh, uh, 1A1B starters, Ryan, with contact traced. It's like, what? We Now we're down, and then all of a sudden, we had a couple of players get exposed. Now, could we have pushed through and played, and potentially no one else would have gotten it? Or could we say, hey, let's get away from here, let's make sure it doesn't turn into an outbreak? Well, the fact that we had Hueytown on the schedule on Friday – Probably didn't hurt. I didn't ask the head coach, but from Martin's standpoint, it didn't hurt my feelings necessarily that we didn't put our kids in a bad situation. Now you think about recruiting. What's at stake, Ryan? What's at stake this week? Clemson it's, loses. Alabama moves to number one for the thirteenth straight year. Kids sitting down there trying to decide between LSU and Alabama. You see what I'm saying? Sure I do. And, and all of a sudden, Nick Saban right. sits down and says, hey, we're consistent. You come here, we're going to compete for championships year in and year out. Coach O goes in and says, hey, we might every once in a while catch lightning in a bottle. <laughs> I mean, that's his message. And I think all that. Right. T- take me to this, though, because you, you've got a son. Uh, when you talk about a senior in high school that's getting recruited, you sit down in that living room. And a coach says, hey, you, you come here. I tell you what, better yet, let me play the Nick Saban audio. Now, 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 this is the difference between two programs. Nick Saban went through these details of what he did with his players and saying, okay, you're allowed to go home. He said, I didn't have the heart to tell you that you're not able to go home. But when you go home, this is the requirements not only you, but your family has got to abide by this is Nick Saban explaining to send his players home, sanitizing supplies, masks, all the different things. This is the best coach in college football with an explanation. Well, I, I do think that you made a great statement there. It means nothing at all right now. And I, I think especially in this year because it's very, very difficult, even at this point in the season, uh, to know who has really established them as the most dangerous teams in the country on a consistent basis. You know, we have – conferences that have played one games conferences that have played three games you know conferences that have played more games than we've played uh, so I think it's very very difficult um, to be able to determine that uh, so I think it's even more meaningless this year than ever before uh, but I do think you bring up a, a good point uh, that if people get satisfied or complacent because of where they're ranked right now that can affect their focus and ability to do continue to do the things they need to do to improve. I've always said this before. You've heard it before. You know, complacency creates a blatant disregard for doing what's right. Uh, so, you know, that's something that 
Uh, our players are going to have to show maturity and understanding that it's not where you are right now. It's where you finish that counts. And if you're going to finish the right way, you need to continue to uh, try to improve and do the things that we need to do to execute uh, even more consistently on a week-to-week basis. And we will get back to the COVID audio in just a couple of seconds, but let's spend a little time here. Alabama at that number one spot, uh, getting most of the votes. Clemson sliding down. Notre Dame slides up. Uh, 13 years in a row, Alabama's been at that number one spot at least some point. Yeah, and that's and yeah, it doesn't matter in the sense of winning a national title, Ryan, and whether you're going to finish there, but it matters going into – it would have mattered going into Baton Rouge as the number one team in the country for the 13th year in a row. And the guy who was there last year, his team looks like they're the worst team in the West. And last year they were champions. And you can't tell me that recruiting and consistency. When Nick Saban says you will have a chance to play for national championships, I guarantee it, you'll be in a position. He could have told every kid that, Ryan, for the last well, every year, actually, every kid he's ever recruited has won a national title before they left here, right? You're right. Every yeah. kid. So when he says it, it means something. When Coach O talked about, man, we're going to be the champion, they won one, and they caught lightning in a bottle. And now, they look, like I said, they look like one of the worst teams. That team looked like Saturday against Auburn looked like one of the worst teams in the conference. All right, so Martin, I want to go back to LSU. Now, we'll get back to the Knicks saving COVID, but this this goes to sideways a little bit. Dave Aranda leaves and goes to Baylor. Brady goes to uh, North Carolina uh, to to work for Carolina uh, Panthers. You, you you take a look at this. It's not just lightning in a bottle, but but it, they're coaches. I mean, you know the value of assistant coaches, and Dave Aranda was a top-paid assistant coach. He was a defense coordinator last year. They looked lost on defense, looked completely uh, just awful. Uh, and then you look at Brady on the offensive side of the football. I know you take Joe Burrow, the number one pick out of there, uh, but they don't look a very coached team either. Well, well, Ryan, what was the – when we went down to LSU two years ago, what was the conversation? How can – with two of that quarterback, how can LSU do what? Score enough points to win, okay? You <laughs> last Great year, point. yeah. So, so really, the conversation on the offensive side of the ball is right back where it's always been, okay? Other than last year, defensively they've been pretty good, but I think they were trending down last year, and I think Joe Burrow's in a forty-point average per game and the Heisman Trophy winner may have even hidden some of those L's when. In, in last year, I mean, how many games would they have lost last year? You know, you and I have talked about sure. it. When your defense is giving up 35 to 40 points a game, they're not, not necessarily a great defense. And j- they were just good enough last year to overcome it against LSU, Alabama, Texas. I mean, they, there's four or five games where typically they would have lost, but the, they just got enough points. So when you look at LSU, and and I bet there's fans down there right now because you remember he got a big contract in the offseason, as rightfully so. He's got a good agent, and you you present that, and you get it you paid. strike when iron's hot. Uh, sure you do. And when you look at Coach O, there's a lot of people right now that are questioning, can this program continually, as you said, consistently compete in the SEC West, the toughest division of college football? A lot of people say no. Uh, and, and I'm tending to agree with it. And worst time for it to happen because 
Jimbo Fisher, you know, you know how I'm hard I am on him. Hey, maybe, maybe he's gotten it. Maybe this is he's getting there. And so now when you look at that, you got Texas AM jumping into that next slot. LSU, you're sliding. You're sliding. And and I think when you start sliding, it's hard to stop that slide if you don't have the right person in in that spot. And is it Coach O? Bryant, let's go back to Nick Saban, and then we'll play it, we'll break, we'll come back and discuss it. This is Nick Saban talking about the procedures that he put his players through when you talk about COVID-19 and going home and getting out of that bubble. This is the best coach in college football. And really the guidelines that we had for our players is, look, our players have been here for a long time, and they've been working for a long time. I And I didn't really want them to go anywhere and leave their bubble, uh, but I didn't have the heart to tell them that they couldn't go home and see their family. So the one place our players were allowed to go was home, and that that was it. Uh, If you weren't going home, then you needed to stay here and be in your bubble. Uh, And the protocol that we took is uh, we had a meeting with every player who was leaving, uh, reinforced uh, social distancing and the things that they needed to do. We gave them a packet of uh, sanitary things that would help them be able to do that, whether it's mask, uh, hand sanitizer, whatever it might be. And then we set up video conferences with with each family uh, that they were going to go visit. And we also wanted them to uh, really understand the importance of being able to control, you know, the bubble that the players would be in when they were at home. Um, Because players feel comfortable around their family, but you also don't know, you know, where where the family members are going, uh, coming and going to. So. Uh, we we really tried to educate the players and their families uh, on uh, what needed to be done and tried to give them all the um, things that we could uh, in terms of apparatus so that they, they, they would have the things that they needed to be able to stay safe. So that's Nick Saban talking about the procedures. Martin Houston will react to that. We'll take your phone calls. We're going to get to those, 205-342-9904. It's Alabama tradition, the past, present, and future of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Pat's Florist in downtown Tuscaloosa, over 55 years of serving Tuscaloosa in West Alabama. They're open 8 until 5, Monday through Friday, 8.30 until 12.30 on Saturday, specializing in that large inventory of fresh flowers, the weddings, the gourmet and the fruit baskets, always an option, delivery options. It's more than just flowers. Pat's Florist, 1010 Queen City Avenue in downtown Tuscaloosa. Pat's Florist and gourmet baskets. Tide 100.9, WTIT-FM. The station in Tuscaloosa for ESPN Radio. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. You are listening to Alabama Tradition with Martin Houston and Ryan Fowler. Your connection to Tuscaloosa and the University of Alabama Athletics. On Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. We welcome you back into Alabama tradition, the past, present, and future of the Alabama Crimson Tide. We'll take phone calls if you want to jump in. We've got one line available at 205-342-9904. But, Martin, you hear Nick Saban explaining the attention to detail. That's why he's number one for the 13th consecutive year. It's not just COVID management. 
it's everything. Attention to detail. It, you know, it's funny. Right? I hear people when they want to downplay Nick Saban as a coach. They go, well, he's not the best X's and O's coach. I'm like, and what difference does it matter if he's not the best X's and O's coach if he, everything else he's better than you at? And because he's good at the coaching staff, the meal prep, the fitness, the 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 nutrition, and now even the medical uh, detail, if he's better than you in everything else, then that buys him a little bit of grace sure. in the X's and O's because he's going to be better prepared. He's going to be better than you. So once again, it just shows why you've never seen anything like this, Ryan, and you never will. I don't care. There, there, there's guys who will win, may win more national championships. than except I'm not sure it's not harder to to win, I mean, be number one 13 consecutive years than it is to win six national titles, Ryan. You you know what I mean? Like 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 thirteen years in a well, row. Take LSU for the example. And I'm not trying to put them in the same class, but you go from the penthouse to the outhouse in three or four months. But well, I mean, take take Ohio State, which is supposed to be on the same level with Alabama. Well, right. how many times have they been number one in the last ten years? How many times have they got to the number one spot? In the last ten years, they are forget LSU because they're they're flashing the pan. Let's take consistent programs. Let's take Clemson. As great as Clemson is, how many years in a row have they been number one? <laughs> it's half of the time of Nick Saban. So Dabo has to do what he's done, do that again <laughs> to catch him. It it just speaks for itself. It's but, just but crazy. If you're sitting there and and you're a parent and you're looking. Look, let's just say that. You have problems because, you know, Auburn's got a lot of positive tests right now. Uh, that The game at Mississippi State's been canceled. Uh, Texas A&M has paused some of the activities. And if no, you, they, they, were they not canceled? Yeah, it, no, A&M it, yeah. got canceled and, as well? Yeah, so, so Tennessee and, and Texas A&M, that game would have been played in Knoxville. So you, you back up a couple of minutes, and we've also just got word a couple of seconds ago that not in the SEC, but another big game, Arkansas State, Louisiana Monroe, uh, they've been canceled. There may be others uh, when you look at the positive test. But if you're sitting there and you're a five-star recruit and, and you back up a couple of minutes and you listen to Nick Saban, if you're a parent, you're saying, well, you know, if my kid gets injured, they'll take care of me. If they get COVID, because we don't know when this thing's going away, it, it just gives you the leg up because you hear Coach O and then you hear Nick Saban and the contrast, it, it's, it's a no-brainer if you're sitting there in the living room. Absolutely, and that's what that's, and that I think that's where he's built the greatest program in the country in the living room. The parents in the living room. Everybody can talk about it. Everybody can talk about. It. I tell people that's that's why you can duplicate everything Ryan that he does, but can't be as successful as he is because you can't. The one thing you cannot steal from Nick Saban is the living room. Like you can, you can. Call the players the way he calls them. You can train them the way he trains them. You can send them stuff the way you send them. But you can't sit down in the living room and say, "Say we have been number one 13 years in a row. We have the highest graduating percentage of student athletes. Percentage-wise, we are in the top five. We will graduate this many players early. You you can't you can't sit in the, you can't be Nick Saban in the living room. Therefore, you cannot catch him." And until he slacks off, 
you're chasing a ghost. I mean, it's, you're literally chasing a ghost. Well, you, you you look at Georgia right here for a couple of minutes. Uh, if and you and I have talked about this before, but now it's no longer a hypothetical. It's it's a, it's real. Kirby Smart mismanaged that quarterback room. Now, now you may know this. Is is Stetson Bennett? Did he get a scholarship this year? Did he finally get a scholarship? I don't know because because everybody still refers to him. As, they still refer to him as a walk on, walk on junior college walk uh, walk on. I think he got a scholarship okay. back, but. But think about this, Ryan. He, but, but his starting quarterback technically is a kid that wouldn't be able to play. You know, you have to have one scholarship quarterback. Oh, I see what you're going. I see <laughs> yeah. where you're going. I was like, I was like, in this COVID world, he, you may not even, even have a, your starting quarterback. Is <laughs> but I think I think they did give him a scholarship. At least I hope they're not working him for free. But <laughs> but, but you look at Diet Pepsi over in Athens, Georgia. Uh, they try to be Alabama, but the ultimate decision maker, the management, you know, you, you go back and listen, we, we're, we let's not go back to Tua Jalen, but the management that Nick Saban pulled off in that year, how many other coaches could do what he was able to do to keep both so, of them so engaged far? and satisfied? So far, none. And I mean, look that across separates. the – Right now, every year you see kids leaving – and going somewhere else, and that coach ended up needing that kid that left. He couldn't convince that kid to stay uh, because there may be an opportunity. And he convinced these kids to stay and wait. But, Ryan, the part we ain't talked about, Mac Jones stayed. I mean, everybody talks about yeah. keeping Tua. Mac Jones was in that same room with Tua and Jalen. And, and, he, and maybe play, playing better than both of them. It's a it's a very fair comment. No, I, I mean I'm, I'm with you. I mean he he's play, but either way, if he, even if you say Tua played better or Jalen played better, if that's your take, he still stayed. Ryan, he still stayed behind those guys for three years. How does a coach? You and I didn't think Mac Jones was that good. No, but Mac no. Jones thought he was that good. What did Nick Saban say to make a guy who who thought he was that good and has proven he's that good? What made him sit quietly while no one talks? He's about never going to tell us because that's the management process. He he keeps. How did he keep Mac Jones? It how did he keep the, keeping him somehow that he feels like that he had a value on that? Let me, let me ask team. you this: How did he keep Devontae Smith as the number three receiver? Well, I mean, think about that for a second. Devontae Smith was the number three receiver. Ain't gonna leave here better than all of them. Well, and and, and we we've, we've debated whether he's the greatest wide receiver uh, in Alabama history. Well, if you go by statistics, uh, that is a resounding yes. No one's. I mean, and he's already there, and and the season is not over. And and that will be a big topic. And and you take away this yeah, LSU game and a stat game and a Heisman chance. Oh, let's go to Peck in Andalusia. Peck, good afternoon. You're in the game. You're in Alabama I, tradition, not the game, yeah. but uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's Brett. Oh, it's Brett down in Mobile. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. My apologies. Uh, I, I, <laughs> Brett in Mobile. Well, I mean. No worries. No worries. Yeah. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm listening to y'all. I'm agreeing with y'all. But I got a question real quick. Talk to me. Uh, uh, y'all. Nope. Even is doing with the system and he's. Controlling the system. Repeat the first part of your question. I'm sorry. We, we lost you there for just a second. 
Uh, I'm sorry. No, we're fine. Nick Saban, I'm agreeing with everything y'all are saying about Nick Saban, but Nick Saban controlled his players. Orgeron did not. So I'm sorry that 15, 20, 30 players went to a Halloween party and got COVID. So shouldn't it be a forfeit? Well, well, here's the question. When did they go to the Halloween party? It was after getting the head beat in against Auburn. They went to a Halloween party. So so all of these players, Brett, this is why it's suspicious. I didn't say all of them. I said some. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying of the ones they're saying are contagious. They all Correct. they all this thing does not there's nothing about this uh virus that's consistent. So you're not gonna okay. tell me that fifteen guys went to a Halloween party eight days, nine days ago, and then all of them got sick eight days later. Some of those guys okay. would have been – see, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's just – I just don't believe so, it. So you're not trusting LSU. Okay. You're, right, you're, fine. Yeah. So you're, so you're saying fine. that there's an integrity problem there or at yeah, least a exactly. question. It goes back to a leadership, what y'all are talking about, which goes to saving his – taking care of his players. His players know what they need to do to win. Yeah. LSU does not. Yeah. So who, who's at fault? Is it our it, fault or is it LSU's fault? Right. And, and the 15 guys just happened to be the 15 guys that hadn't had it. That's I, a mean, big, I mean, I mean, I'm it, telling hey, you, that, just, that's, that's like a, it, I mean, you're, I, I, I've had this yeah. disease, Brett, I had it and I know yeah, how, I mean, it's crazy how I, I don't even know where I got it or et cetera, but I'm telling yeah, you it, 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 within our football team, two got it this day and, and then two, Two got it this day, and one got it that day, and then I got it. it but for everybody to get it all at once, it just it happens to be the ones who didn't get it in the summer well, and didn't get it in September. It just you only well, had, he, he didn't have that many players left, Brad. Do you want me to be specific <laughs> about how they probably got it? I won't. Well, they may have had a COVID right. party. They may have had a COVID party like, okay, hey, Alabama's <laughs> next week. Yeah, that's uh, it. That's it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We can go there. But, but, uh, but, but I, I'm just, but I think the, what y'all are saying is about Saban being on the guy that's taking care of standing, has, has his team on focus, yep. and other coaches don't. So is that our fault? No. And therefore, you and I are thinking the same way, Brett. Why are we postponing something? When it, when it, I understand uh, postponing it for what this guy has mismanaged no, I, I his team all year. I say it's a forfeit. I it's agree. Forfeit. That's what I'm saying. Why are we postponing be. it? It should be. It's a forfeit. All right, and right. Let, but let me add this to it. I'm going to ask you and Martin both the same question. And I'll let you go first, Brett. All right. So he, here we go. Because you've got teams now that are. I mean, these teams are going to be fighting for a bowl chance when you look at. Teams, you know, like Vanderbilt, zero and five, Mississippi State, two and four, Ole Miss, two and four, LSU, two and three. My question is, what's the incentive for these teams to do the thing the right way? Um, I, I think we're going to see more of this when you when you're totally mathematically out of it and and just not even a bowl game. You don't listen to your coaches. You tank, right? I'm asking if that well, will continue. I, I, think I this may will... ask Martin this question, but I think there's probably a tendency to stray away from 
you know, go to the bars or whatever. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, Mark. You, you tell me. No, I, I think the less incentive you have, and you still want to play football, but the less incentive you have to be restricted. If you, that you, makes sense, you may want to play, but you don't want yes, to play sir. Alabama right, the weekend, right. right? Well, 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 you 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 don't you you want to play, but you're not. If you if you don't play, what did I what do I lose? So I'm gonna go ahead and have my fun, and I think that may be LSU. Like, man, this season's over. We just got beat down by Auburn. Let's go out and have fun. Let's let's you know what I mean. And and so yes, their sir. precautions went out the window. If, if could you imagine, Coach O? Could you imagine Coach O having that same conversation, uh, Brett, with, with his players? <laughs> Could you imagine? Okay. Here, here, here you go. No, hold on. No, no, no. no but hold on, Ryan. Think about this for a second. Coach O goes, hey, guys, I'm, we're going to give you all some hand sanitizer. I'm going to need you all to make sure you do this. And then, and then, and then, could you imagine the parents and the, and the, uh, 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 family members that got the phone call, the Zoom call that said, okay, um, uh, Henley Finley's going to be in town, and I'm going to need you to make sure you keep him safe so that we can go get our brains beat out by Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I, he couldn't have that conversation. So to your point, no, yes. Yeah. Hey, uh, Brett All Mobile, right. I want to I want to also wish you a very happy early birthday. I, I hear that you hit the fi- uh, you hit the five zero tomorrow, or will hit the five zero. Uh, happy five, birthday five, to six, you. Five, six, five, oh, six. oh, five, six. Well, I mean, I was trying to help you out a couple of years. But, uh, well, I appreciate that. Thank you very yeah. much. Sir. Happy, happy much, early sir. birthday to you, man. Happy birthday. Uh, I appreciate it, sir. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, Brett. I hope you have a great uh, day, man. Thank y'all you. take care. All right. Right. Y'all take care. Y'all have a great evening. Thank you. Roll time. Brett right. and Mobile. We're number one in the, in the ratings down in Mobile. We'll take Robert coming up in a couple of minutes. This is Alabama tradition, the past, present, and future of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Northport Power Equipment, the largest dealer in the southeast for Husqvarna products on McFarland Boulevard, two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center. And right now we are running that residential special on that Z248F. The Husqvarna residential zero-turn mower is back in stock and equipped with a heavy-duty fabricated mower deck that's greasable and serviceable, powered by that 21-horsepower Kawasaki engine for $28.99.95. That is on only $66 a month using that 0% interest for 48 months financing. We talk about Northport Power Equipment, the SCAD Commercial Mowers, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, a complete lineup of weed trimmers, the chainsaws, handheld blowers, backpack blowers, the pole saws, the walk mowers, rotting mowers, zero turn mowers for the residential consumer and the professional landscaper. It is Northport Power Equipment. And do ask about that 0% financing for 48 months. It is Bryant and Keith Ellis and Mr. Ellis Northport Power Equipment. Since 1996, they have been serving our community. Northport Power Equipment. Tide 100.9. WTID FM. And ESPN Radio for the biggest events in sports. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. It's also having fun. Have some fun. Talking Alabama Crimson Tide football on Alabama Tradition with Martin Houston and Ryan Fowler in Tuscaloosa on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Lonely is the night when you find yourself alone. 
All right, so let's talk some Alabama Crimson Tide football. We're doing it here in Tuscaloosa. You know, also throwing another conversation. Uh, Pete Golding, you got a little motivation to continue to get that defense worked out. There's a guy up in Knoxville. He may or may not be around. I'm just kind of putting that out there. Uh, two and four, two and four right now. Jeremy Pruitt, uh, you think he makes it, Martin? Uh, you want to play the win-loss with me here left? You look at Tennessee, Texas A&M postponed. Uh, when you look at this game this weekend, they'll travel to Auburn the following weekend. That's probably a loss, right? Vanderbilt is that uh, there, so you would get three wins. I say they lose to Auburn and be two and five. You beat Vanderbilt, you're three and five. You lose to Florida, you're three and six. Then you get beat by Texas A&M, you're three and seven. I think he. I think beating Auburn buys him time. But you, you <laughs> I, I, is, is it at Auburn? It is at Auburn. Yeah, I was there the last time they got beat. Last time they beat Auburn there, I was kind of in that Auburn end zone. It was kind of like, whoa, whoa, what the whoa? Martin's Martin's wearing disguise in the end zone. (laughs) Nobody see me. My wife had on a crimson shirt. She didn't. We didn't think about it. Right there. But anyway, Ryan, where do you go? You get rid of Jeremy Pruitt. Where do you go? Because here's the problem: when you get to that point with that type of program, hey, they won't give you time. Because any coach will tell you, give me my yeah, but this, clay. Is this not his fourth year? No. Is it third this year? Is, this is his third year, if I'm okay. not mistaken. Yeah, okay. this is his third year. Um, and, 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 and our coaches, I guess, let me ask you a better way. Are coaches going to get a COVID do-over like the players are? And should they? In, in some ways. I mean, because this has been a crazy. But it kind of helps right. you identify – Who's a manager and who's not? Not not really, Ryan. Nick Saban is special in the league. Ryan, I'm telling you, at the high school level. Dude, there was there was one week. Ryan, we beat McAdory, a team we've never beaten. We didn't practice for we we had an all we had a forfeit week, a bye week, and then we didn't practice but like two days. Out of a whole, like, think about that for a second. We were like, man, even if we're in the game, good gracious, we can't be conditioned. You know what I mean? There was times where you would show up to practice, Ron, and you hear there may be somebody with send. You just send all the kids home. We just, we you send the kids home. So coaches who don't know how to manage that and keep kids engaged and so does it so, help so it's you not as an just, AD identify who's good and who's not? I mean, with you well, talking about managing, I'm not saying that, I, but you don't know when, where, how. I don't know if you. I think you could lose a good coach if you well, misdiagnose also, his 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 ability to lead during this because this is not Ryan. This is not one of those things where you can call up a mentor and say, how do you "Hey." Do this? Hey, listen, I just I just showed up at practice. We had a great day lined up. We had our best practice yesterday. Woke up today, and seven of my kids are out because of contact tracing. Because of what? Contact tracing. Well, my quarterback, uh, my two two receivers, my middle linebacker, and my safety all uh, were in a class together getting their education, and one of the kids in their class had COVID. What do I do? How do I prepare for this weekend? How do I get ready? I don't. All, all the people who are my leaders are out. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just – so I would be careful of getting rid of someone. Now, if you lose a locker room, like like to me, losing a locker room, like it sounds like Coach O has done, that's different to me. Like if these kids come out and still play hard for Jeremy the rest of this season, then you 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 have a coach who can make and get it done. Let's go to Robert in Mobile. Robert, good afternoon, good evening. You're in Alabama tradition. Hey guys, how are you, man? I'm good. I usually forget that this you guys this show's on. <laughs> what about we called a long time ago? Well, we're glad you, uh, you're Martin, in. Martin, I'm just shocked that you're suspicious of LSU and <laughs> they're uh, not wanting to get boat raced two two weeks in a row. I just your your suspicion is just I can't believe that, dude. You think that that Ogeron is playing this or is, is I probably uh, would do the same thing. I mean, to postpone. Right now, hey, you know what would be hilarious, though, is if they cancel. Uh, I put up a poll, Robert. What if, I, w- I would love this if the SEC says, hey, you know what? We need If we're going to reschedule and now LSU has two games they need to make up, let's make them play the divisional game and not the non-divisional game. Um, <laughs> wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be just lovely? It, but the only problem is this, Ryan. LSU gonna have to play, and Florida's gonna have to play. If Florida wins out, Alabama get a, a bye week the week before the championship game. Well, but now hold on. I l- let me say this. Now, I agree with you, but if they'll find a way to mess over Alabama, they'll do it because we and, don't and have that, any friends in Birmingham. And, and, and that may be what they do, Robert. They may actually make us play and give Florida the week off. <laughs> uh, that I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked one bit. Well, and and, and that's that's been discussed of moving the SEC championship back. So think about this. If that scenario is just one possibility, so you would have Florida LSU on the 12th, Alabama LSU on the 19th, it would give Florida two weeks to prepare uh, why Alabama would play LSU. Hmm. And then if we went Florida, go ahead. I didn't get to hear John Parker Wilson's uh, comments on the long layoff for Alabama right now. Uh, What do you think, Martin, with this? This will be what three weeks it, it, without playing a game for the for the defense, especially for the offense. Well, uh, what kind of effect do you think it'll have? I, I think it. I think it can have kind of the mental uh, side of things. And, and, and why, why do we do reps, Robert? You know, you're, you're an engineer, and you know when you're working, your whole goal is to get that piece of equipment engineered to a place where what it can repeat the same thing without there being any interference, right? Or a process. Yeah, you, or, or a process, right? You you want it to be able to do it just consistently over and over and over without there being any Well, that's what practice is for. That's what reps are for. And you va- you validate that by doing what? Playing the game. And that's what Alabama was beginning to do. They were playing the game. They were getting, you know, they were getting in a rhythm. They were both offensively and defensively. I think this hurts – I think this hurts defensively because now, Robert, I'm like, crap, were we going to get to see that, that you know, zone defense again? Uh, and now they're having to wait another week, and it, it hurts them in terms of what's happening there. So I think, it's, I think it's a negative from a mental standpoint and from an execution standpoint. Will it cost Alabama a, a, a loss? No. Uh, but will it hurt Alabama in its growth process? Anytime you can play the game, get better, you want to play the game. 
It's great to get a win, but you want to play the game and win the game, get better, learn, grow, and mature from each game. I guess the, the only bright spot is, I guess, we're looking at the schedule, which was tough enough as it is being all SEC. The weakest team, at least on paper, it looks like, was Kentucky. And so that will be the next game, which, okay, the Kentucky defense can get feisty. Right. But I guess maybe they can, with, with the long layoff, they can get into a groove quicker against a Kentucky than they would against even an LSU or an Auburn. And we're glad to ironball this into the next game up with the waste because we're going with cause strange things happen in that game. Yeah. But okay, at least we can be in Kentucky. Maybe they can get the rust of getting get shake the rust off a little sooner without uh, looking too bad without being a three. Like I was telling uh, Brian. This is like the the gap between the SEC championship and the bowl week. Right. Yep. And it, and and you you've seen great teams come out rusty. So it it's definitely not a benefit um unless you have a lot of injuries then it's great, but I don't think Alabama's in that boat and I think it hurts them right. just from an execution We're, standpoint. Because Robert, let me also add this to it, okay? I hear these bureaucrats in college football talking about we're always for the player. We're for the player, the student athlete, the student athlete. No, you're not. Because if, if that was the case, you would adjust this college football playoff because these kids, uh, let, let's say they play on the, the 19th. You, you have just a quick turnaround or if you push it back. Uh, no, no, they're not because they're going to cover for the Rose Bowl and they're going to cover for the Sugar Bowl uh, because that right. it's January the 1st. If not, this, this may be the biggest game of some of these young men's life. Of, of having a chance to go through a semifinal game. Uh, if it really, really was important, your college football playoff guys would adjust. And I don't see a lot of budging right now. I mean, I had Bill Hancock on uh, three or four weeks ago. Uh, he wouldn't commit either way. He wouldn't even tell me the criteria to define the top four teams. <laughs> yeah, they won't even let some coaches, uh, you know, coach from a distance if they can track coronavirus. I mean, come on. Gee, guys. Right. If you're really <laughs> concerned about the kids – why would you do something that says, hey, the guy who knows what you do best, who oversees your program and who runs things, we're going to say, hey, I know the rest of America has figured out how to work via Zoom. You figured out how to run a program via Zoom, but we're not going to let you call plays via Zoom. That is so stupid. That that that, yeah. the, that what, they, what advantage could that be for the coach? Right. I, Where's the advantage? Uh, yeah, I, uh, you, he can see it from TV. Well, he can do that now. I mean, they have the little exactly. camera. I mean, they have that stuff on the sideline. <laughs> Robert, we've got to uh, run to our, our break. Uh, yeah, you you got a quick oh, thought. Well, real quick. Yeah. I, I see there's some, some more postponements. Are there more postponements for the SEC also? Yeah. Uh, at least what ESPN looks like. Tennessee, Mississippi, uh, Tennessee, Texas, A&M, Mississippi well, State, Auburn. Uh, both of those have been okay. canceled. Whenever things get back to normal, guys, I would love it one day if we could uh, ever all catch a game together one day. I would just absolutely love it. It would be fun, right, man. Guys, catch you later. It, 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 we'll we'll, we'll set good. Martin Skybox. Uh, we'll set up in his Skybox. Uh, Sounds great. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, guys. Thanks. Yeah, I, I have one of those foundry um, $5 million. <laughs> oh, the ones, dollars, in, the $5 ones million. in the center there? Yeah, with the <laughs> – that's Martin Houston. I'm Ryan Fowler. We'll wrap up the loose ends. Alabama tradition, the past, present, and future of the Alabama Crimson Tide. 
Mostly cloudy and mild. A few scattered showers are possible through tonight. The high today, 79. Tonight's low, 69. Tomorrow, cloudy with occasional showers. The high also 79. Thursday, becoming partially sunny and less humid. The high 75. I'm James Spain on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9. WTIDFM and ESPN Radio. Bringing you all things sports in T-Town. You're listening to Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. The host of the game, Ryan Fowler, and the host of the Martin Houston Show, Martin Houston, have combined to offer a show filled with in-depth analysis of Alabama football and more. Alabama Tradition broadcasts live on Tide 100.9 every Tuesday from 6 to 7 p.m. and is available live and on playback on numerous affiliates around the Southeast. Check out alabamatradition.com for a list of affiliates as well as other great content. So we're also, I guess, watching the Missouri game as well. When you look at uh, the possibility, I don't even know who they play, but uh, does it really matter? Does anybody else care? Georgia, I think. I think Georgia and Missouri Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. so there, there's a talk uh, possibly that game. At this point, <laughs> it goes back. Uh, what's the incentive to do the thing the right way? Uh, just a few minutes left in the program. I want to go back to Coach O. This was September the 15th. He stood in front of fake news CNN, and said this. No telling what's going to happen with the COVID. I think that uh, we've got a good handle of it, but once a kid gets it, the next man got to go up. And, you know, uh, Mickey comes tell me, Jack comes tell me, this this person tested positive, this person's going to be quarantined. They give me the number of days, and we've got to make adjustments. Look, two weeks ago, we had everybody on our offensive line except two or three guys were out. Uh, we couldn't go any team. Uh, we adjusted very well, and we've got to make adjustments. But I think most of, uh, not all of our players, but most of our players have caught it. So I think that uh, hopefully they don't catch it again, and hopefully they're not for game. I'm not going to say all of them, but you know some players have caught it, and uh, I'm, I don't know the percentage, but uh, yeah, hopefully that once you catch it, you don't get it again. Now, I'm not a doctor, you know what I'm saying? I think they got that 90-day window, so uh, most of the players that have caught it, uh, we feel that they're going to be eligible for games. So we we look at the players that have caught it, and we say, okay, this guy should be eligible for game. We look at the players that haven't caught it. We talk to them about being very, very careful so they're eligible for games. But we know that the players that haven't caught it, we have to have some backups in their position ready in case they catch it. There's Coach O on CNN. I mean, and he didn't say it once. So it wasn't a Freudian slip like most. <laughs> yeah. He 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 reiterated, and not saying all. And if you're saying, if you're even having to justify that you're not saying all, in your mind, none of us have have a percentage when you say most, but you do. You have a in your mind, you have a well, just about all my players. Yeah. That's what makes you make statements like, "I'm not saying all, but most." Right. So does that add to? Uh, My conspiracy yes. theory? Absolutely. I'm going to make sure Joe play that audio coming out of the break in the morning. You leave it up for I mean, Martin we, in the morning. Yeah, we're just going to have that. We're going to open up with that. I'm just going to start the show off with that. 
and that's in the morning, 6 a.m., the Martin Houston Show. Corey, trust Phil. Corey, we got about two minutes. Uh, talk to me, man. Hey, Ryan and Martin, how are y'all doing this afternoon? Doing good, Corey. You? Yeah, we're great. Thank you. I'm doing great. Well, also, I want to add that Kentucky and Vanderbilt is probably in jeopardy as well. But my comment I want to make is, how much do you condemn the leadership of this team for keeping the team together? I know it's easily frustrating for the players, especially from the players from Louisiana, like your Dylan Moses, your Devontae Smith. Well, just the – Your Christopher – the accountability inside that locker room. Leadership is important to understand, hey, guys, we're playing for a national title. Yeah, absolutely. I think the – go ahead, Corey. Well, I was going to say, I know it's easy to get frustrated, but Nick Saban says control what you control. I know you want to play this game, but like I said, if the game's canceled, the game's canceled. You got to move on and prepare for Kentucky. And I know it sucks that you have to sit on this loss for two years if, if – that's the case, but like I said, you're well, going... Well, there's some scenarios out there that may get it, and, and I think that's where the SEC had to release something, but there's some talk. Matt Moscana has kind of given us some scenarios, uh, moving LSU to Alabama to December the 5th, moving LSU and Ole Miss to 12-19 because they wouldn't be playing in the SEC championship game, and they SEC mentioned that in their press release as playing other games on the same day as the SEC championship game, moving Arkansas and Alabama to 12-12, which is already scheduled for 12-5, and then that would prevent Alabama from having a bye. So Alabama, uh, Ole Miss doesn't currently have a game on 12-12. So that's one scenario. There, There is some scenarios that the SEC, but you want to go to this. I'd hate to know I had to make that phone call to Nick Saban and try to convince him that you guys did the right thing. They did the wrong thing, uh, but we're going to screw you. Yeah, and, and my biggest concern, and kind of to Corey's point, Ryan, is these guys don't get frustrated and do something wrong Great point. this weekend when they would normally be playing that they're not out doing something and having an extended period of time of exposure. That's my concern. Great phone call, Troy. Thank you, uh, uh, Corey, uh, for helping us out there. Big thanks to Brian. we got to get out of here, man. Alabama tradition. That was a fast hour. Yeah, it is. We will continue. Martin Houston wakes you up tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., and I'll talk to you at 2. Alabama tradition, the past, present, and future of the Alabama Crimson Tide.